0: A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. This is Monica Packer from About Progress and you are listening to The Messy Middle a monthly series where i share some of my own messy middle so you can see what progress looks like for a real woman in real time welcome to november i have to say october was full of tons of ups and downs but largely quite a few ups and Quite a few downs. <laughs> I just keep coming back to that. I'm sure you're experiencing them as well, both personally and within the world at large. I know so much is going on in the Middle East that tug at all my heartstrings every single day, and I know you're struggling through that too. Um, But let's just talk for me personally, my own messy middle. Let's go to the adventures that happened this past month. I think we really made the most of all that October could entail for our family and celebrating fall and the harvest and Halloween, we kicked it off by going to Crossy e Ranch. It's kind of this local, almost barnyard farm <laughs> family festival. And there's tons of kids activities are all included in the price of admission and a corn maze and a tractor pull, I guess, no, it's more of a hayride and uh, all these other kind of fun things, including like a few little uh, quaint, awesome rides in addition to really good apple cider donuts and caramel apples. So that was our first uh foray into the fall season and it was so fun, so nice. We also attended my kids school's harvest festival, which is always a lot of fun. Like that was the week of Prime Day and I didn't spend a single penny on, you know, Amazon Prime Day that week, but I did save my pennies for the harvest festival to get, you know, some knit hats and some cute dolls that were handmade and and some artwork and other fun things. So that it was just fun to see my kids in their element and their school. I love their school so much. We also attended a local haunted forest. We went to a neighborhood trunk or treat and Brad took the kids to this dinner theater for Frankenstein. And it was really fun to see the reactions. I stayed back with the baby and we also love to go on rides to look at all the Halloween decor. So last night was Halloween as I'm recording this and we had a great one all told. And I think I have been the long Halloween Scrooge. Like, i that's just who I am. I'm not really good at costumes. my I'm still not. My kids just all <laughs> came up with their own costumes from our costume trunk. And for example, my five-year-old was a mix of a Mandalorian astronaut, bandit, and knight last night. And that was really hard to explain to people. One of my other kids was a baseball player. He just put on his baseball uniform. Another was a bandit, and he just put a bandana around his, his face. Um. Anyway, so we we did still have a lot of fun though. And it made me think, well, maybe I'm changing my Halloween ways. Like I might not be good at costumes. I might not enjoy trick-or-treating because I'm so worried about my kids' safety all the time, but we have a lot of fun the entire month. So I would say all in all, it's a win. In terms of other updates of our family, the baby just turned nine months old. He is full of teeth and crawling and trying to walk everywhere. And that actually... <laughs> until uh, something sad happened yesterday. He actually broke his leg doing that. Uh, oh, just breaks my heart. The, the nutshell version is the piano bench he was trying to pull himself up on tipped and he came crashing to the ground really hard. I was right there. Like I was setting him up a toy to play with, you know, so I could practice the piano. And I turned just in time to catch the piano bench before it landed on his femurs. And he was so so sad. Like I knew something was wrong, but I kept looking at where the where the bench landed when I caught it, which was above his femurs, but I thought, well, maybe it had hit him somehow. And I kept looking at his legs and squeezing them and examining them and nothing was wrong with those that part of his legs. And it wasn't until later that night when I like held him in a weird position and his and his lower foot got you know, angled a little bit in a way that wouldn't normally bother him. And he was shrieking and crying all over again that I realized it was a different part of his leg. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm pretty sure he has like a fracture at least. And it's in the slower part of his leg, like where his shin is and maybe part of his ankle. And it was too late to get into the doctors and he was, he was in better shape. Um, so he was able to like fall asleep pretty easily. I took him to the doctor just this morning and yep, he had a little broken, T- tibia, and it's my first kid to ever have a broken bone. So he's in a splint and getting a cast on Friday. The doctor said it was actually pretty common. He just, it was just the force of the fall in in tandem with like the bench kind of pushing him over, and and just the way he almost like slammed his foot down on the way down. So he said it was pretty darn common, which made me feel a little bit better, and also makes me feel better thinking it could have been way worse if I hadn't caught the piano bench in time. My goodness, I mean, just so many. Near misses. So uh, that's kind of our drama the last two days. <laughs> so poor little one. He's actually really happy and good natured about it um, and already crawling still all over and trying to pull himself up right away as soon as we got home. And the doctor has said he probably won't want to stand or try to, to stand because I asked him, like, is that OK if he tries to? And he's like, yes, but he probably won't. And as soon as we got home, he was immediately pulling himself up and trying to stand again. So uh, in addition to the baby updates, my other kids, I feel like there's so many good things happening, like uh, a kid who really struggles to d- develop friendships, was invited to a little Halloween activity at a girl's house, and that was really nice. Um, some of my kids are playing better with each other than they have in quite a while. Um, one of my kids is giving me serious attitude, <laughs> which is really interesting, and um, practicing a lot of those regulation techniques that we learned with Allison Plask Campbell this week in our episode. And in addition to like the family stuff, the yard, you know, we're we're getting ready for winter. I'm really happy that I was able to get the garden ready in in, just in time for winter. Although I still need to cover the garden boxes with tarps, and I have those all, but I'm going to do that this weekend. Brad lovingly wrapped all his trees, and he wrapped our our bushes up too. And yeah, I would just say that's kind of what's been going on. I'm really proud that we had a, a a porch full of pumpkins that we grew in our backyard. They were just so beautiful and corn stalks that I wrapped around the pillars, uh, in our, in our, underneath our porch. And I was like, well, those corn stalks are from our garden. just made me so happy. So, uh, mixed bag of October, but let's end with some highs and some lows. The highs to me were just all those family adventures. It was good to have fun again. You know, our big focus on fun that we had as a family in 2022 and how it was so healing and helpful. And, you know, this year has been really wonderful, but also complicated. And, and just so um I, I i don't want to say survival because people in the real world are living survival right now but you know to borrow that term in an inept way i would say it's been a bit of a survival year for us in terms of just being able to try to keep up with everything and make sure everyone's fed and doing what they need to do and being where they need to be and all of that so um because of that i would just say that high, the highs to me are just all the fun that we had together it felt really good and the lows uh I don't want to lean too much into this, but I'll just say it's a couple tough weeks for me professionally. I got harassed online. Someone shared all my kids' names, which I do my best to keep private and threatened to share my address because they were angry about something. Um, And then Instagram says that's not against our community standards. So whatever. And then uh, last Friday, I actually forgot a very, 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 very important interview. And I have a lot more to say on that. So I'm going to actually, that's going to be part of our episode Next week, our main episode is going to be about overwhelm and what to do when you have too many things on your spinning plates and you drop all the balls. And I think that's what the title is going to be because I'm like, I know that's like a mix up of three idioms, but it tracks with how this feels. So in general, I'm just feeling a little low just in terms of my own overwhelm, my own capacity, my own ability to show up to all the things. It's just been one of those months. So there's what's happening in our family. Next up, we'll do the DSL update. DSL stands for the do something list. I make one each year and you can make your own, and it's still not too late. You can have one just for November and December and you get a free training at aboutprogress.com DSL. But heads up, I am going to host a free live training and I will share with you soon where you can sign up for that. And we always tend to do that mid-January. I want to give everyone a little bit of time to shake out from the holidays and also just have a moment to breathe. And so you can look for that training mid-January. My do something list actually had some good updates, which I'm really happy about. Um, one is I had taken, learned three new piano songs off of my D- my DSL just in June. I took that off the list because I'm like I'm not playing the piano because I'm so mad at my 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 finger that is fused because of falling down the stairs last December and it healing that way um, that I just I sat down to play the piano like twice in eight, nine months. And it just felt so weird and frustrating that I was like, I'm not going to handle this well right now. But weirdly, I started kind of playing again. And it happened because I took my kid's violin back that he rented for school last year. I paid for it all summer <laughs> for no reason. I paid that monthly rental fee and then finally got around to taking it to the music store to return it. And while there, I picked up La La Land. And the music that you can play on your piano. And that's probably my favorite movie of all time. So once I took that home, it weirdly gave me a little bit of juice to try it, this thing again. And it's been mostly fun and a little frustrating too. But I've already, I'm already making my way through a couple of the songs. And I'm like, wow, I guess I can put that back on my DSL. Um, another thing that I have been working on just this past month, um, I had the, the, the list item to take and complete five complete master classes, and I pivoted in June and said that um, lower that number to three. And I just finished my first one. I did Studio McGee's, like Shay McGee's, and her class. I, I this is the actual literal masterclass app, like the whole platform where you learn from real experts. And I know there's a lot of those out there, but we've had the masterclass app for a while, Brad and I, and he likes to do them too. Um, anyway, so I did that, the session where you learn about interior design from Shay McGee. I really liked it. And the next one I'm looking at is finishing the one that I had started maybe last year with David Sedaris about storytelling and humor. I really love him. So there's two, uh, the third, was I the all the local adventures we took that was on my DSL is to go on lots of family local adventures I told you last month I was going to start my new creativity challenge of doing embroidery and also doing the flower drawing and I didn't do either that's that's okay so that's what I'm putting on my list for November is I'm going to go and get that embroidery kit and do those art flowers and I'm also going to continue with the piano playing and the master class That's it for the DSL update. Next up, make it a habit. Here's where I share about a habit that's going well and one that's not going well. Going well right now is still just the going to bed and waking up early. And it's getting earlier and earlier, which feels really good because part of my overwhelm coping strategies this past month is to just acknowledge the fact that there's only so much time in a day and I really have to prioritize my sleep. And as part of that, go to bed earlier and wake up much earlier. So that way I can spend my morning nap time with my, my baby napping and my five-year-old at kindergarten. He has this half day uh, kindergarten and a lot of places switch to full day, but it's perfect for him to have a half day. Anyway, to take that like morning nap time and actually work instead of trying to do stuff around the house. Um, so that means I need to wake up a little earlier and I'm just gradually getting there. And I feel like it's about to be blown up because it's going to be daylight savings this weekend. So wish us luck. Um, what is not going so well, Brad and I just figured this out yesterday, is practicing the piano as a family. And when I say that, I mean, I have fallen out of the habit of ensuring that my kids are practicing well when they're practiced. So they, they practice almost every day as they're supposed to, and they have a timer and and they they do that really well. But how they practice has not been great. Like they just play the songs that they're good at the whole practice time. And I'm ready and Brad's ready too. We're going to work on this together to instill some piano practicing rules for them. So they're making the best use of their time and our time too. And that they just check in with me after they practice and just say, Hey, this is what I worked on this time. Um, And that's just mostly because one, I think, two of my kids in particular are really loving piano like it's really regulating for them they're they love music and what they're playing is is super awesome like i'm like wow that's a hard song but two i also so i see more you know potential in them but also as part of that too i'm like you're kind of wasting your own time and it's wasting our money with the piano lesson investment and i know this as a former piano teacher that you can only do so much that the kids are and they're practicing really is what matters. So that's a habit we're going to work on more as a family of uh, following those practicing rules. If you're curious, I'll share the rules in a moment and just making sure we're checking in with them. And the rules are that the, the first rule is they'll spend most of their practice time practicing new and or challenging parts. Two, they'll slow down. Three, they'll repeat, like they'll repeat the hard parts until they have them. And the fifth one is that they'll check in with mom when they're done or dad if I'm not around. That's Make It a Habit. Next up, What I'm Loving Lately. I think this is my favorite segment. What I'm Loving Lately. Let's start with the podcast. That was delicious. It's a podcast by Brooke Ellison, and I'm saying her name carefully just because I thought forever it was Elias (laughs) and I love that in the intro she says it that like her her name and I'm like oh it's Brooke Ellison. She is the founder of Female Foodie. It's an Instagram account and blog that I have followed forever. She also has this female foodie card in Salt Lake City that I have gotten every year for probably the last five years. And we even got it when we lived away in California, just for every time we come to Utah, it gets you some special deals at uh, restaurants and, and places like that. Anyway, she has this podcast and it's called That Was Delicious. And she interviews people that if you're into food, you will likely know these people like Giuseppe from the Great British Bake Off and the founders of Levin, which I now know how to pronounce too, thanks to this podcast, Bakery. They're famous for their New York cookies. Um, If you've ever had one, they are so amazing and many others. And um, I just love her natural uh, interactions that she has with the guests, the good questions she asks, but also the focus on food. It's it's really fun. It's like the perfect lighthearted podcast when you just need something that helps you feel good and not worry about the news or another parenting strategy. You can just do that for yourself. Related to that, you know, I forgot to say this part of my messy middle update of what's happening is that I learned how to can just this past month out of necessity, I had so many tomatoes that I harvested, and they were all harvested green, and now they've been ripening gradually that I've had to learn how to can. And thankfully, I was able to borrow lots of equipment from a neighbor, I need to return those. and I was really nervous about it, but so far I've canned tomato sauce and fire roasted salsa, and I have a bunch more tomatoes in the freezer that are ripe and ready to go and cored. And I'm going to try this freezer technique where you put the the frozen tomatoes in warm or hot water, and the skin comes right off, and then you can like de seed a lot easier too. Um, and I'm going to do that to either do di- diced tomatoes or to make a marinara sauce that I will then can. So as part of that. I have to share this school, um, not school, this kitchen tool that I have had for a couple years that my mother-in-law gave to me, and it's an immersion blender. I use that thing way more times than I probably ever would have thought. She gave it to me because I got to use her immersion blender a few times when we were visiting. I'm like, oh, I love this thing because I would make tomato soup with it. And she got me one. But I have not only used it for tomato soup often, but now I've got to use it for other things like the fire roasted salsa and the the, the tomato sauce that I made. And you can do it for a lot of things like that um, if you want to make butternut squash soup and, and, and blend. I'm sure there's so many more, but I love my immersion blender. I don't even know what the brand is. I just know it's, I, th- I actually think it's a KitchenAid. It's rechargeable which I love. You don't have to worry about the cord and so I guess it's cordless and anyway, it's a good one. And Alongside that is homemade salsa. I made it pretty mild and my five-year-old likes to have it with chips even for his treat at night. So it's been really fun to have homemade salsa. Yesterday I put, I opened a jar like a week and a half ago and it hadn't been eaten yet and it was like three quarters of the way full. So I just threw the whole jar into a pot alongside beef and a little broth and some of my homemade tomato sauce that I had from the cans. I was so excited. And some beans and of course beef and a couple more spices. And voila, I had a really good homemade chili after it simmered for like 15 minutes. So um, I, I was like, whoa, I can use this in multiple ways. So I love that homemade fire uh, roasted salsa. And when I do the fire roasted, it's just because I don't like super chunky salsa, even though I love tomatoes. I do not like that. I just like kind of thin and almost runnier salsa. And I don't even know what the recipe is. I just Google and I take A couple of the top recipes and combine them. That's how I have been doing canning. So I don't know if that's great, but that is what I've been loving lately. Next up is On My Mind. In addition to everything going on in the world, I'm just going to get a little selfish and share here about this kind of martyr thought I've been having. And the martyr thought is Does everyone else reach their goals? easier and faster than I do. It's just one of those like, mm, I'm just mad and I'm sad kind of thoughts. And it's okay. I'm I'm fine with having those. I have those down moments with my goals, whether it's working on getting up earlier, or working on something with my kids or an achievement I'm trying to work towards with this podcast. I have those moments regularly and sometimes so bad that it's like, let's burn this all to the ground because I'm not ever going to get there. So I've just been kind of in that slump where I'm just thinking, hmm, I think everyone else gets to their goals faster than I do. I just think that's how it is. (laughs) And I'm saying this out loud and I can laugh at myself and also just like in that laughing acknowledge one, yeah, we all feel this way. And two, it's not true. Everyone struggles to some extent and to at least some goals that they're working on. So if you ever wonder if I'm just like plugging along here and in, in the process and it's not painful or hard for me, it is, it is. And that's a lot of times just part of the path and more is coming on that as well on Monday's episode, which I am going to work on next. Finally, let's do our review of the month. This is where I just like to share a review that was left sometime in October because we do our messy middle for the month before. Um, This review is from a reviewer named T Mumsy. And it says, Listening to this podcast always gives me new insights and has provided me a few really important realizations about my life. The host, Monica Packer, really pours heart and soul into the episodes. She covers topics with guests that I have not heard from on other podcasts. Sorry, that's my own ineptness there. They are well-researched and presented and yet still down to earth and relatable. Listening does not feel like attending a lecture. It is more like you were invited to join a conversation with a friend. Her willingness to be vulnerable and share stories from her own makes her so relatable. Thank you so much, Team Mumsy. And if you recognize your name, please be sure to email me at hello at aboutprogress.com and I'll send you a little gift. And good news is this coming month, November, is our celebration of the seven years of the podcast. And I always do a favorite things giveaway. If you want to automatically enter for both parts of our giveaway, just leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you left one anytime in 2023, you're automatically entered. And I'm gonna pull from those to do weekly giveaways of some of my favorite things. And I'm also going to pull from just the people who do the Apple podcast ratings and reviews for three grand prize winners of $100 each. If you have another podcast app or you just want to share the podcast privately with a friend via text or even on your social, take a picture of those and email them to me at hello at aboutprogress.com. I also pull from those submissions for the favorite things part of the giveaway. I'm so grateful you are here and I'm glad that I get to share about my life with you thank you for giving me the space and for even caring. I always feel like I'm rambling in these messy middle episodes, but at the same time, it's a great way for me to share me with you and my own messy middle. So I hope listening gives you the courage that you need to lean into your own messy middle too. Seeking the truth never gets old.